already know my friends. They know me. Like, trying to break in a new friend is a lot of work. <laughs> it's not a lot of work. It's, it's just good. a lot of work trying to get people to understand you. And, no, see, uh, that's, no, no, see, at this age, you can only make friends with people that you naturally click with. You got to do all that. I ain't got the energy to be your friend. Yeah, that is true. That, damn, that's like, that's perfect. At this age, I can only be friends with people that I click with, like naturally, naturally click with. <laughs> Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh, shout out. Now my headphones want to work all of a sudden. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, th- that is true, though. At this age, I'm only being friends with, I can only make new friends if we naturally uh, click. And damn, actually, that's true. All the people that I've, like, got cool with over the past probably five years, the people that I didn't know within the last five years that I'm cool with now, it's because we naturally click. Like, cause I ain't, I ain't forcing shit. Yeah, I ain't being friends with you just because you're friends with one of my friends. I ain't no, I, I left that at uh, I left that around 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can't be friends just because it's your homegirl, your homeboy. That don't mean shit to William. <laughs> that don't mean shit to me. So I agree with you on that because <clears throat> it is like sometimes you just realize, damn, I really click with that person. Like, I like their energy. Yep, yeah. I had uh just I just had three white people that I met like two weeks ago that I actually felt like that. That was the first time I felt like that about white people in a long time. <laughs> That's the first time. I feel like in my, at this age, I don't find too many adults that I just naturally click with that I just want to be friends with. Like they cool, I guess I'm lucky then. Cool conversation, but not that I'm just like, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind being that person's friend that doesn't happen that often <laughs> i you know that actually happens for me and i'm thankful where i'll be like damn i would mind more time around that person they're just cool as hell and <laughs> but i also think i think because that's the difference in the environments that me or you are in like i'm in an environment like working with uh in higher education with a lot of like young professionals uh, yeah. that move that and they move from all over the country and well actually all over the world with <clears throat> and the people normally the people I get to interact with working in higher education are very open-minded people so it's like it's always so many people between like the ages of 25 and 35 and we're all like grown and someone just connected <clears throat> hi it's me I'm still hey, hey Patty all right, first off, don't come in here interrupting our conversation. We had a great... I'm sorry. Still, I Jazzy... challenged my dog the best way I could, so... Jazzy Bell, it's always Jazzy Bell that makes everything difficult. No, I've been no. carrying this. I've been carrying this relationship for a long time now. Well. I've been, you know, so that's why I appreciate Patty. Patty does her part in this, in our relationship. I do my part part in this threesome. What are you talking about? First of all, first of all, if it's a threesome, you just sit back and watch it while me and Patty do all the work. I'm a voyeur. I'm a voyeur. I'm the voyeur. What is a voyeur? Don't they sit back and watch? Yeah, they they like to watch all the. I think it's like the people that like to watch all the weird and not weird, but just you know what you know. Before I fuck it up, let me look up the actual definition. 
No, I ain't never heard of a Hoya before. I'm so glad that we're you all haven't? recording no. together again. I just love I love oh. it when you're here, Patty. I do. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, fuck me. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> well, you fuck me, then. No. I guess you I'm got, some look, whack-ass look, baloney look, sandwich over here. We got that here. click that we was just talking about. That's all it is. It's fuck all it is. Nuts, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Oh, you going to disrespect me like that? No. <laughs> so, okay, look. A voyeur is a person who gains sexual pleasure from watching others when they are naked or engaged in sexual activity. So, yeah, Jazzy Bell had it. <clears throat> Yeah. So Bell, So she's like a friend voyeur. She's a friend that likes to sit back and watch other people be friends, I but do. she's gonna but she's not gonna do her part in the friendship. That's crazy, boy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, anywho, um, if y'all been listening to the podcast for a while, y'all know these voices. These are the homies. Um uh, some really dope people in my life. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Go ahead. No, I like it when you introduce me. Okay, cool. Oh, you know, <laughs> shout out. I appreciate that. Uh, Same. So, shout out to so the first person I'm going to uh, introduce is my homie, Straight Out the Ville. Uh, <laughs> she has a podcast too, but she hasn't dropped an episode in a while because I'd be checking and I ain't seen an episode drop in a while. But oh, she'll, yeah. she, you can explain that later. But, uh, she does have a podcast, Soul Food Conversations, and this is my homie Patty, creative as hell, uh, dope as hell, and full of melanin. Say what up to the homie Patty. Come on, introduction. Burr, burr, burr. Burr. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. <laughs> and uh, and the other voice you hear is the uh, trap queen herself. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> straight out the uh, straight out the ATL. Um, it's my uh, my sugar foot, <laughs> sugar foot. She's uh, she's like very sweet, but thug at the same time. Kind of that's Patty also sweet and thug at the same time. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Atlanta's own uh, Zone Six is on. Ah, you are ugly. <laughs> He's so ugly. Uh, the homie uh, Jazzy Bell. Everybody, uh, like pretend like the. Ooh yeah, Jazzy Bell. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm not from Zone Six. I live on the south side. I'm not from the trap. Please don't drop me off in the trap. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> she lying. You are gonna drop off in the uh, trap, and she gonna be like, "Oh, she hey Reggie, what up? I didn't see you in a minute." Let's go no, to Miss Winners. <laughs> she gonna know, bro. Y'all trying to go get some barbecue, right? <laughs> Y'all gonna try get some barbecue? What up, though? So, uh, so uh, what's going on in life, uh, Patty? How, how's it going? How's life? Oh, you know, it's going. You know, just working, and you know, about to get back on this podcast thing my uh co-host father has actually been in the hospital passing away for a few weeks oh my damn God. that and just killed the just morale passed away oh my last gosh week. i gotta let you know why we ain't been on yeah i'm sorry you well know. our condolences he, to your uh yeah to your we're gonna, get, we're gonna get back on it we're gonna we're gonna you know we posted a little post like you know as soon as the dust settles with this so we have a meeting this this week so we can start you know well, uh, going again. positive energy and prayers for your co-hosts and hope that anyone affected by it is um, dealing with it as good as they can. Thanks. Um, so uh, explain uh, explain your podcast, Patty. Well, it's called Soul Food Conversations. The mission of it is basically to feed the mind, body, the soul of the culture and more specifically the youth. So it's just like an informational based podcast. So like we've had like a therapist on we've had 
we actually just had Kendall on. Um, the last episode we had, we had Kendall on, and she came on and talked about her. By the way, she's talking about Kendall, who um, was on my podcast a couple weeks ago, back in uh, May, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, she was the one that's like spiritual healer and mm-hmm. talking about all that, where a lot of, of course, a lot of my homeboys saw the clip that I posted, and then they they had, obviously they hadn't listened to my podcast before, but all of a sudden they started listening to it when they saw a clip of Kendall and saw who was on there. So <laughs> they thought that they was like going to be able to holler at her just because they listened to my podcast somehow. So, <laughs> but whatever. But yeah, that's who she's talking about, people. So yeah, yeah, she came on there and talked about all of that. So it's just it's basically stuff like that. Like it's just informational based. We're just trying to you know feed the community, feed the youth. You know. You know what I like about y'all podcast is because. It's um, it's different and creative because y'all had I I remember y'all had someone on there uh performing right like mm-hmm. one of the earlier mm-hmm. ones I believe mm-hmm. like you had someone on there performing and like she said it's like informational based like y'all not just on there talking about like celebrity gossip and yeah or what's hot on Twitter and all the just regular conversations and shit like it's mm-hmm. it's it's different it's and I like that because especially for young people and then like young black professionals. Like all that celebrity gossip shit is just so annoying. Like today, right? Today I was uh, I need to stop this. It's a bad habit. But when I'm at a red light, I'll open up Twitter sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. I should stop that. But I know there's certain lights here that last a long time, mm-hmm. and so sometimes I open up Twitter and I see like for some reason Carmelo Anthony's trending. I'm like, what the fuck is Carmelo? So I'm thinking, oh shit, the Carmelo like get signed to the Knicks or the Lakers or somebody and it's talking about him like supposedly I don't know cheating on uh, his wife which um, I didn't even know this guy. I thought they got a divorce a long time ago but. I did too and I don't like how people's all in the uproar about that as if they actually know for a fact right. that all that information is true because like, with Carmella, that was like a saga of celebrity gossip I still don't know but it is true that he has a baby right well, I'm talking that. about the thing with Lala Anthony and how she ain't letting him see the baby. I'm like, and everybody's all upset about it. I'm like, nobody. I don't understand why too. that is our business. Like for, <laughs> right. like for, like we're from a generation where everybody likes to brag about. I, that ain't none of my business. I stay in my own business. Blah blah blah. But for us to be a generation that brags about that, we are constantly in celebrities' business. Like I don't a give a shit about celebrity business and gossip. My life, I got way too much shit going on in my life where I'd be stressed over than to worry about that. But maybe for some people, that's like watching a soap opera for them, I guess. I just, I for me, I just can't get with that. I, I don't like it. Yeah, no. I, I just, I, I just, the people getting in the uproar about it, I'm just like... Yeah, no, like, that's weird when you get in the uproar. It's just like, what are y'all so upset about? That's like when that Aisha Curry thing came out. I can't remember what our episode was about, but we kind of wanted to just save that to the end because we didn't want to like mm-hmm. focus completely on that shit. Yeah, and then we had people like literally comment on our live, like, "What about Aisha Curry?" And I'm just, like, "What about us? Right. We're talking about some important <laughs> shit right now. We'll get to that later. That's like we're here talking bit. about. We talk about suicide, and y'all, what about Aisha Curry though? <laughs> what about Aisha Curry? We, we were here talking about we could have somebody on here talking about the cure for cancer. Like, all right, fuck that. What about future and Sierra though? Like, right. I don't. It's like I mean, we we'll talk about the fun stuff, but it's like, I we didn't want that to be the focus of the show because y'all right. getting all upset about something and y'all not even in these people's lives. Y'all speaking for him. Y'all speaking for her. Y'all don't really know. Right. Y'all. y'all if we gonna get all upset and mad and go back and forth. Don't have all the facts. 
And we don't know neither one of them things. We don't know the dynamic of neither one of their relationships. Right. We don't know what kind of conversation they had. It's just like, no, we're not going to spend the whole show going back and forth. Back you there. know what's funny, though? Like, people will complain about... People will believe in conspiracies and don't believe anything about the government and don't believe anything. But when it comes to celebrity gossip, they believe anything they hear. No matter <laughs> what. And that's what's weird, though. Like, people will be like, no, the world is flat. The earth isn't round. They like they'll question they'll uh, they'll question all this other stuff about religion, about politics, the government, all these conspiracies. But let someone just tweet out some random. LeBron James murders President Trump <laughs> in a fit of rage, and then they just gonna believe that shit. And it's weird. Like, how, why do y'all believe anything someone said? I think what it is is people. The truth is boring a lot of times, so yep. the lie is way more entertaining and fun. That's, so that's they what just, always says. Yeah, yeah, he does say that, yeah. So, like, they rather believe the lie because it's more entertaining. Like, that whole shit back, in, back when we was in college and they would say, Jay-Z's in the Illuminati and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. where the fuck? Like, niggas don't even know what the Illuminati is, but all <laughs> of a sudden, they know who's in it. But they know Oprah's in it and the, the Obamas and Jay. Like any basically <laughs> yeah, any yeah. black person who was hella successful, they put him in Illuminati. Basically. I really can't stand this, man. Niggas is gonna nig, y'all. That's my that's my <laughs> mantra. That's what that's why I don't fool with niggas because I know niggas all is gonna time, nig and I don't day, put my trust day. in niggas. And for the people who clueless, nigga does not mean black. Nigga is its own race. Nigga is <laughs> like <laughs> and when they and when you observe niggas, you can kind. see they are truly, truly their own kind, truly. But this is what I will say. This is what I will say because uh, I like right. pop culture. I really do. I think it's just limits. Like I don't get upset over pop culture. Like I like it because it's interesting, and I think it's of course. I don't know. Some of that ain't the same people, shit. We but I like through, to see though. Them like ain't nobody wilding shit out. That regular people go through sometimes. Oh my god. It, like young Miami, baby, girls young Miami baby daddy bought her a like, G wagon. She is fine. She is fine. Oh, she had y'all out here doing this and doing that. She pregnant the whole time. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, young Miami is the city girl's chick, right? Yes. I thought she was like in jail or something. No, the other one's in jail. Oh god, uh-huh. I don't, I don't know any of this shit. They are, are they like the F-J-T. females Migos? Nah, they more ratchet than Migos though. And can we can we talk about how Basically. I really got a problem with the fact that everybody that all of these males got a problem with like uh City Girls and Megan Stallion and Cardi B and the type the type of music and yeah. like what they talk about Me- in their yeah, songs hot and girls, shit. I don't get it. Stuff. I don't But yeah, we've been listening niggas. to male artists be detrimental to our culture, misogynist, like like all of this stuff for for centuries. For centuries, I don't know about still J Cole's old music. Cole he used to, but I don't know about his. But I mean, even much, but no, I much get worse it. than that. Like the music is much worse than that. Yeah, and we've been listening to this stuff forever, and yeah. we ain't never had no problem with it. We probably sitting next to you rapping along. I but keep no, telling Patty what I tell you. Quit talking to these new niggas. Like no, I'm not talking to them. I'm no, reading it. No, I'm not saying you talking <laughs> to these new niggas. Y'all gotta. I don't. Just don't <laughs> read nothing from new like. I get it because I, I don't understand these general. niggas who are like complaining about that. Like rap music has been like that for years. I mean, it's weird because Lil Kim was rapping like that back in the day. Why all of a sudden y'all got a problem with that? Like all these male rap rappers, period, have been 
if you listen to West Coast rap music from the 90s, that shit is the most disrespectful, misogynistic rap music. <laughs> Just listen to indie, in, any 90s Man, rap music the from hood? the West Coast. Oh my God. All of that shit is hella misogynistic. <laughs> Bruh. Like it's it's fucking horrible. <laughs> I just back like a but pimp, then I also the you know what irritates me is when I feel like we give people a voice that don't deserve to have a voice. Any random nigga will tweet some stupid nonsense, and then every thank you, and everybody's responding. You retweeting and complaining and about it, like oh my god, I've been seeing that. Pedestal, and now me he's too. gonna keep to. So now it could have been he could have just got three likes and one response. Now this nigga got 5,000 likes and 12,000 retweets. I'm like, quit giving... I don't waste my energy on these niggas. And not saying that y'all do, but our, like, culture, we love to waste our energy on... Like, why the fuck does Donald Trump have all these followers? All all of us that is against Donald Trump and don't like anything he got to say. Hey, Why the fuck are we following this nigga? Somebody tweeted and was like, click on Donald Trump's page and see how many of your followers that you recognize to follow him, bruh. So I did it, and I was like... Why are these people follow like? I don't follow that. Was not, <laughs> it was quite a few people. Y'all should, y'all should just go on there and see y'all y'all mutual followers. <laughs> it was quite a few people that I knew personally. I'm like, hold on, though, but why did you follow me? Which uh, which one of you niggas is? I mean, which one of you people are uh following? Uh, decided to follow OJ Simpson on Twitter. I did not follow. I didn't mm-hmm. even see the video. Why, <laughs> dang girl. it, Jazzy Bell? Why the hell are you following this guy? I did, and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> what? Okay. First of all, he didn't. Um, and 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 while I hate that a life was lost, so that was well. somebody's mother, sister, daughter. No, I don't need uh, that. I do can't. I I do. Yeah, and the other guy as well. But let me say, I look. Please just look at this nigga's ass. Oh let goodness. me tell you something. What the worst she going to black people <laughs> to live their best life, even though Wait you know it's some outrageous shit. <laughs> Because no, listen, 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 Because you got George Zimmerman gotta, walking around free as fuck. Ain't nobody. Yeah, no, we I not following George got, Zimmerman on, on social uh, media. Though. Why y'all like, following OJ? Hell, yeah, I'm following OJ. That's not a fair comparison. That's not even a good comparison to make, though. I don't think that just because. But we got George Zimmerman over here, so that means we gotta act this way. Like no, like Michelle. Aside from that, this nigga is entertaining. I said what I said. Jazzy Bell, you don't get the fuck out of here. He weighing in on political issues. He talked about the first Democrat. What the fuck? Let me say something, y'all. I mean this. Listen, listen, y'all, listen, listen. He sent a video that said, Hope everyone had a good weekend. I think it's he is not acting like somebody who was convicted of Jazzy, Jazzy, I love you. I feel like it's so much comedy on Twitter. Oh my God. Don't be him. Uh, no, don't bring me in shit. Okay, so no, no, this is my question. No, this is my question. This is my question. I feel like he gets retweeted enough to where you don't actually need to follow him. Thank you. He's gonna be on my timeline, like right. Why do you have to encourage it by giving him another follow? Like you're gonna see it regardless. I just, it's to me, he. I don't get this shit. Like I love you to death, Jazzy Bell, but. I'm not wasting my time on this nigga. This nigga, first of all, if he really yep. wants my uh, attention, he needs to go out here and commit another crime. He He's basically like a rapper who's been living off the same hit 
He's been living off the same hit, a rapper, a singer, a... a He's a rapper, yeah. That's been living yeah. off the same movie, the same song since 93. It's like, no, nah, mm-hmm. nigga, we know, we know that Return of the Mac is great. What else you got if you want to be a star, nigga? Go out yeah. there and rob a bank now. Uh, get away with robbing a bank. Get away with something else. Like, you living off the same heat for the last 25 years, bruh. Do something different. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not... I, I'm just not entertained by any of that kind of stuff. But maybe that's also the same as I'm not entertained by, like, reality TV or any of the drama of reality TV. I'm not the type of person that's going to... I just don't... I don't like any of it, though. And I'm not trying to... And anytime I say it that, people take offense and think I'm trying to shame deal. Well, I'm not offended. No, I watch reality TV. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I just... I'm just not into any of that. Not so at I all. think... Maybe you I just look at that what as into. along the same lines as reality TV, where I did though used to watch uh, what was it called, Black Ink? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's drama, drama, drama. Yeah. So yeah, and I, uh-huh. I didn't even know they be having that drama. I didn't even know that they I like Chicago city. better. Like New I just found out this dirty week. On I used to watch Black Ink when I was in a uh, grad school all the time, and that shit was funny as hell because they they were so stupid. I just didn't understand it. And I, they only did like two tattoos a day, but they would drink and argue. Damn. And they tattoo suck. So they, All of they tattoo Does the suck. other one Even still Chicago, come out in New York? I never see nobody do no dope tattoos. Like that's the one with what's his name? What's the dude's name? See, yeah, he's still on there. Oh, I can't see. Uh, yeah. Him. Caesar. Yeah, all they tattoos suck. <laughs> he, hey, Patty. He is horrible. But see, we encar- we encourage the he behavior is. by watching it though. Well And Teddy is too with well, his bad. We encourage our behavior for watching. I understand that Teddy's it's entertaining. Ugly. But well, okay, so weird. Watch, I ain't watching none of that stuff in a long time. <laughs> I catch the clips on social media. Why not? Why don't hey, I don't have cable no more either, Patty. For real, it's the biggest scam. I've been listening. Okay, I mean, I was just asking because I got—I don't have regular cable. I have Swing TV, which is only uh, twenty dollars a month, and you get like twenty-two channels, or actually, I think it's like twenty-five some channels now. But I'm, yeah. I mean, I think it's totally worth it because I mean, if I go out of town, I can just take Mm -hmm. my rope. I think I'm gonna get my, or I can log in and sling at someone else's spot, and I still got it. I yeah, I stopped with cable back in 2015. I was like, I'm tired of this shit because I was only watching like seven channels, right? <laughs> and paying and paying what 112 dollars a month, like this is bullshit. My Wi-Fi just went up. It was been 50 for the longest now to 70. I'm like, well, you fuckers gonna get me one way or the other. Was you on the uh like that one year special and then Damn, it it's been like two uh, years. See, it's how they get you. See, yeah, um, I uh, one thing I do miss about Cap because I do miss cause, uh Queen Sugar and uh, I watch it on the first because you can't even you have to go through a provider to watch on um, it fucking sucks. But I gotta see, I gotta get somebody to um uh, my friend. Okay, so to bring it back around, that's why I love so food conversation from uh Patty, um <laughs> and then Jazzy Bell, um House Life, what's going on with you? Uh huh. Life is good. I'm just working. Um, but the summertime is like um, summer planning. But aside from work, <laughs> this hasn't really been a um, 
a hot girl summer for me. I'm not talking in terms of like what you, uh, regular like what? What do you mean stuff. regular? I'm talking what? about just regular. You mean life. not sex? Just I don't know. Like everybody's vacation. <laughs> like it's just been regular for me. You said you said you didn't What'd mean you sex with hot girl summer. So you just mean like blowjobs and hand jobs then, not sex. <laughs> like clothes burning, lap dancing. My sex Ooh, life is burning, fine for the I summer. I'm just saying. The hell out of girls <laughs> back in the day. No, hell no. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm talking about just terms like personal. Like, I haven't had nothing too exciting go on. Um, my line is going to be here next week, so that's going to be fun. But well, I'm you ain't even here like, 4th of July yet, on vacation and Like, stuff. It's, I'm still, like wow, it's still rather early in the summer, to be honest. Like, July. That's true. That's true. And we're going to Florida. Um, Florida. Where y'all going? It was like a, a family reunion that's at the end of July, so I'm looking forward oh, yeah. to that. That's but it's nice. just like, uh, what uh, what is it? Amelia Florida. Island? Well, y'all know? got like a. a so I mean, it's a nice. man. I get to see a beach lake that's near Atlanta. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. What's the, <laughs> which one? Which one am I talking about? That shit is disgusting. No, I'm about Jonesboro. I ain't go there. I went somewhere and it's not nasty. That it was shit beautiful Jones, as hell. That nasty. And I'm bougie, so I ain't just going to some dirty old beach. I don't remember what. I'll have to ask my uh, AT aliens about that. I gotta see. But but we went somewhere. It was beautiful. I can make my way to Atlanta. I'm getting there in a while. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I like it here, y'all. I do. But lately, I've been thinking about. Well, of course, you know, we'll know. But, Patty, I want to move. That's how you know you bougie and black. Bougie and black. You live in Atlanta at one point, then you live in the DMV area. I heard that. No, I heard that DMV area kind of lit, though. No, that's what I'm saying. That's not the bougie black. But I'm not bougie. Like, Jazzy Bell going to really have the bougie black starting pack. Like, she's... uh. She's part of a uh uh she's part of a sorority, oh a my black God. sorority. She's from Atlanta. Then she's gonna end up living in the DMV area. The only thing I mentioned is she didn't go to an HBCU. But I uh <laughs> see there you go. Then you love you probably love brunch, mm-hmm. you know, bougie black. But I'm getting my doctor for one right now. Is that what it is? Cause I love brunch. Yeah, that's that that's Hey, let me tell you. What does I that like mean? She sound racist as hell. You niggas go I don't to. like the brunch you niggas go to where you got a circle for 15. Yeah. No, I, I don't like the brunch what? you niggas uh, go to. She, she, she got a circle on the street. She's talking about that Atlanta brunch. Hella cars. I know what she's talking about. She's talking about yeah. Atlanta brunch then because I don't have to deal with that yeah. where I live. So, I don't yeah, I do. And we'll, we'll talk know, about it then. I know we'll get to Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, what what we're saying is, that. so, what I do is, uh, I whenever I, I'll just hear people's conversations, or I'll see something on Twitter that I find interesting, and, or just, where I want to get people's opinion that I actually know, and not just some Twitter shit, and all that stupid shit. So, someone tweeted, I don't care if you ordered a side of rice and a glass <laughs> of water at the group dinner, we're still going to split the bill evenly. So, mm. go ahead, Jesse Bell. Uh, I never had this. I've never, but when we've gone to brunch and stuff, we never were in the situation. A situation like that. Hell no. Nah. Honestly, I don't believe in that shit because if we, because we don't have, we don't have even finances. And if you depended on me to split the bill, you don't need to be at brunch. Uh, I don't split no bill, and unless it's like, unless I'm with some friends, like who. um I don't know. Like, it depends on who I'm with. Like, if I'm with someone, because honestly, when right. I go to brunch, 
I'm expecting, okay, girl, you about to spend at least twenty dollars. You know, what I'm trying to say, like, I got to get my mind right. But the friends who I would go to brunch with, I would not mind spending a bill. Yeah, yeah. What you? Because Patty be out there eating all that shit. So I, I just drink. He must just drink the mimosas and that's it. Yeah, I just go look, for the I bottom look, of the mimosas. I, don't I, don't, I drink my calories. I don't I be just, out there getting food, bro. I get the mimosas. Nah. I live in a, and I live in a city where you can go to bottomless mimosas for a, only twelve dollars. So, well, you know, you turned me on to the ten dollar one here, so I've been there. Uh huh. Oh, see, it's it's fire, ain't it? Ten dollar mm-hmm. bottomless mimosas, boy. Because, see. I don't want to stay in the type of city I'm in, which is basically a college town for the most part, but that's kind of like the benefits of living in a college town like this, where I don't have to worry about like paying for parking in most places sometimes, but most places I don't have to pay for parking brunch, uh, mimosa, bottomless mimosas. The most I ever spent here is $16 for bottomless mimosas. So I don't have those same. You live in Atlanta, so you got. And then even with Patty being in Louisville, that's next tier. That's not Atlanta tier, but that's that mm-hmm. next tier. I don't have to deal with the same things. Like when I go home and go to Louisville, I'm like, damn, I forgot. Like real cities, you actually got to pay for shit, Bruh. Plus I get, plus I can get a, a. I get since I work for the state, I get a discount yeah, in so many do. places. So that's also dope, but I, I just don't understand why where that split in the bill shit comes from. I've literally never been out with a group of friends where they was like, We gotta split the bill. I don't know. Like I just I just heard that from the first time last year from your sister when she was telling that story about uh how um oh shit, I forgot her fiance's name. Jerome. Oh yeah, Jerome. And that's her she was telling now. the story about how that's her husband now. Oh sorry, I forgot they got married already. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh um uh, she was telling the story about how he was on that at work trip and all the coworkers. Oh yeah, bro, that was some bullshit. Yeah, that he, was the first time I ever heard that that was a thing. He was, I was like, like, what? He was in Boston on a uh, like with uh, cause he, he that's when he was working uh, where he would work out of the city like for about four or five days a week, and so I think he was in Boston at that time, and. Uh, they all bunch of the co-workers all went out to uh went out to eat the bosses went everybody went and i think he was talking about he barely had anything maybe like a couple drinks didn't even eat and they split the bill and when they split it it was like 70 80 dollars and stuff and uh it was I more think, than that was it it was like in the hundreds okay maybe it was we'll say 150 We'll, we'll just say 150 or whatever. But, like, he barely had anything. And they won't split it split it between everybody when the other niggas mm-hmm. had, like, an appetizer, dinner, and dessert. And then one person only has a drink. I just don't understand where, like, where they think that that's yeah. okay. I don't understand splitting the bill. Like, and you can, people can call me cheap if they want to. But, like you said, we don't have, you want us to nope. evenly pay the bill. But we didn't evenly eat or drink the same thing. We don't have the same type of finances. Like, I'm going to be smart. On what I'm, I'm not gonna go out if I know I don't make that much money, or if I know if I don't have that much money in my account right now, I'm not gonna go out and spend a yeah. hundred dollars on dinner. Yeah. So why do I need to split it? Because you didn't got shrimp, soup, dessert, four drinks, like fuck that. Well, and if you want, my my uh, supervisor stuff used to be painting for everybody. Yeah. They used to mm-hmm. get together and paint. I ain't never. 
Right, right, no, yeah. Work. I ain't never been on a work dinner and the supervisor didn't pay for it. Back. I mean, for real, Y'all though. making all the money. For real, though. <laughs> it's just, I just don't understand that. Like, I'm not splitting this bill, yo, because I didn't get the same thing you got. Like, especially if I went out to brunch, like, I just went out to brunch two weeks ago. We had bombs and mimosas, of course. And I didn't eat. I just had drinks. I wasn't, I wasn't hungry. All I did was have my drinks. It was, my bill was only $14. Everybody else ate. If they would have looked at me and said, we're going to spit this bill, I'd be like, fuck y'all. Actually, I would have been like, all right, give me all y'all's to-go plates, and I'm going to take this go plates home then, so we're going to make <laughs> it even, because, like, fuck y'all. Y'all, I'm sorry, y'all paying these $30. I only got me drinks. I, I just don't understand splitting the bill. And But you know me, I'm a more of a, a two-for-one margarita, bottomless mimosas type of person anyway. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. I don't like going it's out. Dumb. For... And it's inconsiderate, like. It is. Because if that's uh-huh. the case, I'm going to run the gym checkup. I got to. Bro, for real. <laughs> let me. Uh, I'm just get I'm like, hold on. Let me get a Filet McNine real quick. Right. <laughs> Since we all putting in on this. <laughs> Send that Filet McNine. You got it. You know, Filet <laughs> McNine. Send that over Well, what the fuck you just Y'all know what I'm talking about? Send me that up. <laughs> Send me that filet McNine and some cha- champagne. Yeah. Send me some of that champagne, some some chipotle, all that shit. Because send me some salmon, uh, oh, scrimp, all that shit. Some, sa- you ain't gonna some salmon. Have me. You better send me that filet McNine. You're gonna have me paying sixty dollars. Okay. You think I'm paying sixty dollars and all I had was seven mimosas? <laughs> like f you. I had an appetizer and a drink. Yeah, I'm not with that shit. And people who do that don't pay bills or don't have an understanding. Black people uh, do that. Yeah. I mean, white like people probably do it too, but for like this, I thought it was like black excellent. I'm pretty sure like every culture does that at some point, but I feel like that's this in the black culture, at least from my experiences, I feel like that's this new black bougie, I, I gotta act like I got money type of shit. Yeah, it is. It is. And I be seeing this too, like, and I, I guess it is found judgy, but how many seasons? <laughs> Bruh, oh my god, y'all they be seasoned. I'm like, damn, people... they food be seasoned in sodium up. Bruh, when my friends be posting pictures they had a of crab the seafood ball, they every fucking crab weekend, legs and like... all of that, that shit be seasoned like a mug. It be so much. So it's like they didn't even put seasonings. They just got a bag that says sodium, and they just That's pour true. it all over the food. I am on a quest to eat healthier. And <laughs> you quest or you're doing it now? I'm doing. It. I've been doing it for like a month, which I oh. never ate horrible. I've never ate horrible. Like I've always ate decent, right? But this cutting back on seasoning stuff, yeah, <laughs> just being more intentional. And... But you, but you know, I never. I mean, I yeah. do season, but I be getting first like, off. Um, just stop. First off, stop using like granulated just, garlic. If you use season like salt, don't use season like salt. Pepper. You don't need season salt. I don't use season salt, salt no good. more. Good. You don't need it. Like I ain't but I be needing some good years. alternatives that's not like super super bad for you because I can't just season my food with a little pepper and salt and that's it. Just like, chop up. Look, chop up. Get some minced garlic. Get some real garlic. I cook with minced garlic. The raw minced garlic. Chop up some garlic. Chop up some green peppers, onions, red peppers, yellow peppers. All that shit would add some flavor. First of all. Wait a minute. You love to fuck garlic, or you just love love garlic? garlic. (laughs) No. 
Mm-hmm. I love garlic. Like I get the little minced garlic. From yeah, the I didn't know. I feel like you especially and, start learning more. Man, I freaking love garlic. Yeah, I like garlic a whole lot too. Yep, you can. I cook with a. I now I cook a lot with like garlic. Yeah, I, I'm always everything. chopping up peppers and onions for so much yep. of my stuff that I cook. It's crazy. I just be looking at myself like, damn, I'm a, I'm a real grown up. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm transitioning from because usually I be like, well, I get paid every like. Now you do it for the month. I'm trying to like, I do my big grocery shopping. Yeah, money. Like, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I cook because I was so used to doing that when I got paid. No, cause a cause a month of grocery shopping uh, for me. Yeah, I mean, money. I'm balling, balling. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I spent twelve dollars every time fan, I go but, grocery shopping. But, I, but, it's, look, but it's just me, so it's just a hundred. So it's just right because oh, it's just, a simple I mean, trip is a hundred dollars. Like a simple trip probably like a hundred dollars. When you think about it, y'all, you not. No, but listen, I hate, look, I I hate when I do that when I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck Kroger. I got. I was like, what the fuck did I get? It's really nothing in here. See, now, see. And don't, don't be buying cleaning, cleaning products. products. Hey, Kroger, that's that's you better take your ass to the Dollar right General. There. It's literally what I'm But yeah, I don't want to family dollar. Dollar General, not Family Dollar, because Family Dollar hires hell. Dollar General and Dollar Tree. That's where I get my cleaning supplies. You got to go. And you better not get it from Walgreens. Walgreens is high as hell. Walgreens is ridiculously crazy high. Like, I never understood why they were so expensive. A and gallon of milk is $7. Like they are. I'm like, bro, Walgreens is expensive. A gallon of milk at Walgreens be like seven twenty three. Shit be expensive. Six, like $6 there the last time I went, only because I got like a, that little Walmart. Yeah, Walgreens I, I, yeah. But I be going in there to get like, like, the only time I go in there is to get like, like makeup or something. Yeah. So like the last time I went, I had spent like twenty dollars, twenty something dollars, and I saved like six dollars because apparently I I like rack up all these points on my uh on my Walgreens card. That's the only thing they good for them because them points be coming in legit. I said that that damn store is expensive. Yeah, I don't. No, nah, I don't fuck with that. Mhm. It's <laughs> some same. I used to go in Walgreens when I bought Walgreens. Walgreens. You know, else That's when I was going there. Oh. All them products is expensive. Right. Get they low. All right, so I'm trying. I'm a switching the subject. I should save that part right there. Yeah, fuck Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that was hard to say. Yeah, fuck Walgreens, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) You don't ever get big, big, and they want you to sponsor them or nothing. And then it's gonna be like how Twitter does. They find some old tweets from uh, from seven years ago. Like on the eve, Hell yeah. on the eve of me I signing said, my contract I said, with Walgreens as a sponsor, someone brings up an old clip from an old podcast episode. Yeah, fuck Walgreens, and then everybody, <laughs> you need to fire him. He does not deserve to be the face of I'm Walgreens. I'm changing my Abby. <laughs> Y'all want to hear what somebody did wild on Twitter? It's this guy I follow, and uh, I really forget his name. He was making a complaint <laughs> for Starbucks. <laughs> And he changed his profile picture to a white man. When I say I died, hey, that's I a like, good idea I though. I might have to start and changing everybody my else was Abby. Like, wow, I, I got <laughs> like uh, a white man. I was man. actually thinking about changing my uh, yeah. Abby, my avatar on a uh, on a uh, Airbnb to a uh, white man. I don't fucking you. Yeah, you yeah. see that some people so. I don't think I've ever seen the yeah I've you should seen a person who I rented the Airbnb. Place. I just don't want to take the chance though. I mean neither. Yeah, I so I'm but... saying so that it's not like they can see 
it's not like you can show up. They can show up and be like, "Oh, this ain't your." Because you show person, up and they be like, "You not this like, yeah, person." Because you never see them. Be like, anyway. I didn't like my profile picture is my uncle because he died and I love him, so I didn't want it of me. So what's the problem? Like I'm still Gary. I'm still Gary. I didn't lie about that. No, but that's actually right. a good idea. Yep, I think I'm gonna do that because they also said like they'll end up trying to charge more, or put in like extra fees for black people. And all kinds of stuff like that. They can change the fees at the last minute. I guess so. All the fees before. Yeah, I guess so. But I read all kind of articles about that and been watching like news clippings. I mean, uh, videos of that shit. And like they be getting over on like people of color somehow. So I don't get it. But I'd rather just not take the chance. Mm-mm-mm. The hell is that noise no. in the background? Uh, what did you hear? It depends on what you heard. What the hell? She over there got little kids. Uh, hand no, clothes. it's they be playing like. <laughs> Right in my courtyard. Okay, like, that's what I window. heard. I can't help it. All right, so I want to talk about this uh, article that I read about a white woman named Lakeisha. Have y'all heard about this at all? So I'm just going to read a couple quotes no, I re- from, I the, read, uh, I from the article. It was on, okay. I believe, CNN. And somehow it was about Please. some white woman from like some, some small town in Ohio named Lakeisha. And they really try to like paint it as she just has such a rough life because people are just so shocked that there's a white woman named Lakeisha. Yeah, that's surprising, but come on, her life isn't rough. Like, what about an actual black woman that's named Lakeisha? She really has it rough. Like, right. But anywho, so I'm gonna read a couple, uh, couple quotes. One quote is just said, "I'll be black for a minute." <laughs> uh, another quote, another uh, line is, "Tim is a software engineer who also knows what it's like to be black for a minute." He's a white. He's a white man with an African name. Francis has learned to live with being black for a minute, and she has no plans to change. Um, another one is yet in odd ways, the name allowed her to briefly step outside her whiteness. And right when they said that, I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. And then it goes. Some of her black coworkers even adopted her as one of their own. They start giving her quotation marks that. The elaborate hand, hold on. The elaborate handshake rituals that some blacks use with one another to oh, signal God. solidarity. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, dog, this shit. First of all, first of all, I, I believe the whole coworkers adapted because we always want to invite somebody to the barbecue. We always want to play somebody black. We gotta stop doing that shit. Like, I hate hearing black people tell people tell a white person, yeah. like, oh, you know, you you black. Like, you want to count you black, like, bro. No, you still get treated like you white if the police stop you. So, you're not black. You a little cool, got a little swag to you, no raps on. Like, so her coworkers probably really did do that stupid See, shit. See, like, yeah, like that's that simple shit. Like, just because you know a lyric to an outcast song does not mean you're black. Yeah. You just happen to know some dope hip hop. That's all that is, nigga. Like the like the white lady in at the wedding. Is, oh, I saw around. that video. But that video is so cringy. And people just like, oh, yeah, she, she did that. But she was I was like, if this was a black woman dancing and hopping around just like her, y'all would be like, what the fuck? Nah, no, I don't know about that. I would be like, damn, she ain't she's that sexy woman ain't had no type of... Bruh. No swag whatsoever. She was not killing it. No, I'm she sorry, wasn't. she wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, let's just say black women yeah, do that all like, the time, like, but it's just weird time, like, when people want to give, like, this special treatment because some white person knows a rap song. I'm like, y'all, it's 2019 now. I understand that we used to we used to do some of that shit back in the day in the, in the early 2000s and all yeah. that, but we was kids back then. We grown as hell now. Y'all can't be out here 
hey, uh, Tim, you're black now. You know a ludicrous song. Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, Tim, so I blame the black people in her life making her think. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Girls. Like, yeah. white people in my life know that just because they, I can yeah. be comfortable around them and they might know some rap music, they know damn well I still recognize that they white as shit, but but these are like, that's that shows you the difference in the type of white people I keep in my life, though. Where, and you never hear white yeah. people, like, inviting you, black people to the whatever fuck they No, you know, I don't. Or I, calling them white. Well, or, man, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know because sometimes I do feel like. The whole down. When it's like that one black dude that's in the white fraternity and he hangs with nothing but white people. Sometimes they really start looking at him as like, oh, he's one of us. Hey, thank like, you, but they don't say it out loud. Yeah. I mean, they might say it around their people. I don't pay attention to enough stuff that white people say, so I don't know. <laughs> so they may say it. I doubt it. I don't know. But they may say this. Shit. They might invite them to the, uh, what the fuck they do, karaoke? I don't know. I just know that I work around a lot First, of black people and I work so around a white, lot of white Jesse people Bell. and I always hear black people. The whole down. Where it like, I always heard the black people I work with and all that stuff say that kind of stuff. I never heard the white people. <laughs> but I also that. think, but that's, I feel like though, but I feel like I invite like nobody to the damn cookout. That's like, how I feel. I don't even think. Nobody's like, do coming. white people have their own like sayings like we do? We have all these different sayings. Most of their sayings and stuff come from our culture. So they don't have, so they'll just wait and they'll take, you're invited to the cookout and they'll turn that to, you're invited to Game of Thrones trivia night. I don't know. No, I don't think they really care to like bring us in as one of them. Because they rather be bring others in as one of us. Well, I think it's not that because I don't think they it's they don't care about someone being a part of them because they don't look at white culture like black culture. They don't give a shit about white people don't give a shit about each other the same way like how black people want to look out for other black people. They, like white people don't care about other white people. They don't give a shit about that. I ask my coworkers that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't care about the next white person. Fuck them. Like they say that all the time. But I think they white people and I, and when I of course for anyone yeah. listening, obviously when I say white people, I don't just mean all white people. I'm talking about the particular. Put it in context, niggas. Y'all grown, whatever. <laughs> like y'all grown. Oh, just put it in context. But I feel like white people aren't trying to invite <laughs> other people to their culture. They're constantly trying to join the other culture. They're constantly trying to be part of the black culture because the black, black people have a culture. The black culture is the cool culture, the fun culture, the hip culture. We're the yeah. creative culture. So they're always trying to either take our culture or be a part of our culture because they, they that's why white people want to say niggas so bad. They they, okay. they don't like they don't white people don't like when they're not allowed to do something. You don't tell a white person that they can't do some shit. They're like, hold on, I'm white. My father is a judge. How dare you tell mm-hmm. me I can't do something? So it's ca- <laughs> you're stupid. Mm-hmm. It's okay, well, I, got a, I got a question. Now though. give me some of that yeah. damn macaroni and cheese now. I mean every every <laughs> yes every every race or every no. gender. Every neighborhood, no. everything can be a culture. There's a sports culture. What, okay, There's, I mean like their own, like their own that they didn't take. Not a little from this culture, a little from that. Have culture, you seen white sorority girls? Have you culture. seen white sorority no. girls? That's a culture. That's literally a culture. That's what I'm saying. Everything has its own culture. But what if yeah, you're not? The, what if you're not in sorority? Hold on, hold on, like, hold on. Y'all talking at the same time? Down to the Pantagonia I mean, and like, Chaco sandals. Like, 
like down to the music they listen to, the food uh, that they yeah. eat, have the you, way that they dress. Have you been at a uh, been at a, a a bar with a predominantly white? They have bar a culture. And they I play, got a predominantly white bars th- all the time. Thank you. So and they play and they Journey, play a lot of and they'll play Journey. Too. They'll play Journey. Uh, Never Stop Believing or whatever that shit's called. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Kanye but my though. thing is like that's okay, white culture though. Never that's song. Like, I mean, that's, 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 that's only one song that I named. I'm like, that's, when I look, I'm, I'm, go I'm, ahead, go ahead. I'm saying, like, as a whole, like, okay, we can name a few songs that maybe theirs that, you know, wasn't taken from any other genre or any other culture. It may be a few styles that they have, but like, as a whole, do white people really have a culture? What do you, well, what do you and mean as a mean, whole? But what do you mean as a whole, though? Because it's so, okay, say, compare that to. What do you mean if you say do black people? If you people think have a about like if whole, you think of like mean? black people, like our music, that that's us. Like we didn't adapt that, like we didn't take it's not like our music is taking I mean nowadays it may be, but our today music, everything is. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying originally our music is us. Our style, the way we dress, the food we eat, that's all us. Whereas white people, whatever you consider their culture, not that they're 10, it's a little bit taken from this culture, a little bit taken from that culture, a little bit, and they just put it all in one. I mean, Do they really have a culture? I mean, I would say, I would probably say yes. I mean, just no, just right now, as uh, in my small department, I'm the only, pro- when it comes to professional staff, I'm the only black person. So being around all them, when they start listening to all their music, I don't be knowing a lot of that shit. When they start talking about certain TV shows and all that, I don't know any of that shit or whatever. I think that's part of like the American white cultures. A lot of that is. And because I'm not necessarily part of it, I can't sit and name all the different shit that I've heard from them and some of the different sayings and whatnot. The same way that when they're around me and some of my bunch of my black friends, they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So I would say, yes, they do have a culture. I don't. And like, you, of course, like we all know that a lot of the music that like Elvis Presley, that a lot of that shit was stolen from like Chuck Berry and different people mm-hmm. or whatnot. But mm-hmm. like with stuff like Journey and the Beatles, that's mm-hmm. hella white culture. I don't know, and I'm not a music historian. I know a lot about music, so I'm not gonna pretend like I'm a music historian. I don't know if that shit is stolen though. I mean, if you go back to the '90s, what was the fuck the name of that little group? It was a mm-hmm. group named Hanson with three little white boys. That was hella white. Yeah, like. Home improvement. That's white as shit. That's the white. See, it's just when, oh, I, yeah. when I think of culture, I think of music, fashion. Hey, that was culture is everything, though. Culture no, is. I know. I'm saying. Lingo. I'm saying. When I think of music, when I think of, I think of music, fashion, art, and that's that's is, and when you think of their music, they fashion, they art, half of that shit's my favorite. I mean, don't don't you think? And not now, but like when Katy Perry first came out. Like Taylor Swift, that's some hella white culture, and that was before now. It's like they're trying to sound hip hop. Well, Katy Perry, especially, trying to sound hip hop now. But when you listen to that early shit, that's hella white music. Like when Miley Cyrus first came out, that was some hella white music. Like all of that shit, like that's that's white culture too. I, I and I kind of hate saying that because now I'm starting. I feel like it's not. You can't just say black culture, white culture, Hispanic culture when it comes to stuff like music and fashion and all that because now it's so big that it goes across every culture i think now if you want to talk about like mm-hmm. black culture hispanic culture asian culture now mm-hmm. that's more into like the foods of that culture that's more in into foods, like of more into like the um the way you was raised and like the uh just the the things that your parents did and said i don't think you can really say music and stuff anymore or sports anything as part of a certain culture because 
now with the way the world is, it's so global. Back in the day, in the early 2000s and mid-2000s and 90s and 80s, hip-hop was primarily Black and Hispanic culture. It was Black and Hispanic because uh-huh. because it wasn't international and global yet. But now that shit is global yeah, as hell. It was, like, I, it have was. A, I had a former student, little Asian girl, and she knows all the 90s rap music. She knows all the Tribe Called Quest and Biggie and Tupac and Wu-Tang Clan, like, she knows uh, all the stuff, most deaf, like Talib Kweli. She knows all the stuff that when the black people call themselves hip hop heads and they really faking it because they really only know the big time rappers. She knows all of it. The Lupe. She knows the big rappers, the underground rappers, all of that shit. Like that shit's global now. So when we talk about culture, I don't think we can say music. That's the uh, uh, hip hop. That's black culture. Not anymore. Like, and that's, isn't that what we want, you know, to be honest, because a lot of people try uh-huh. to fight it, but that's actually what we want for that culture to blow up, and now all these black people that would have never been millionaires and setting their families up for future success, they can do that. So when we talk about culture, I think now we have to talk about, if we're distinctly talking about like, uh-huh. culture with our uh, ethnicities and races, like black culture, black American, Asian culture, Indian culture, now we have to talk about like, the rituals uh-huh. of that culture, like the way we were raised, like you have the, cause then you have the black church culture, you know, mm-hmm. you have the black Muslim culture, like you have all the different points of it. And I know I've yeah. got kind of off the topic of what you asked, but it's kind of similar <laughs> still. So I just, I'm just saying, I just don't think that we can, cause a lot of times when we talk about culture, a lot of us just focus on like the, um, the popular aspect of it, the, the music, the fashion, and uh, just things like that. And I think we sometimes forget that culture is way deeper than that. Culture is also um, our parents saying, you better get your ass home before the streetlights come on. That's also culture, you know, like stuff like that. Like culture is in my mm-hmm. culture yeah. growing up was yeah. uh, we prayed every night before we went to bed. Like I was part of that type of culture. That's not everybody's black culture experience, though. So sometimes culture nowadays culture is kind of hard to speak of because a lot of us we're losing our culture too we're losing the rituals that we was raised with some kind it's kind of a lot of people don't believe in shit no more well uh-huh. also that is well okay that's what i was gonna say it's kind of bad and kind of good because on one way i look at it from this point of view where me moving from where i was to where i am now i've been able to meet people from all over the world with all kind of backgrounds and it helped me to see how close-minded i was back in the day so, but the big part of it is grow and evolve, but don't uh-huh. forget like that foundation, the good parts of your foundation, how we were raised as well. But like, I mean, that's also just becoming more popular with millennials and then the generation after uh-huh. us, which I think is generation Z or something like that. Yeah, I think it's Gen Z, where a lot of people just aren't religious Gen- and Gen spiritual Z. like uh-huh. they used to be. Like, and that's just, and I'm not going to well, shame not. anybody. Like, I think now we're the the millennials. We was the first generation to actually question shit because think about it. Our parents always was like, you don't question God. You don't question. And like, I don't remember mm-hmm. anywhere in the Bible. Someone can holler at me if I'm wrong and correct yeah. me. I don't really remember anywhere where it actually says you can't question God. But all I heard growing up is that you can't question it. And like, why not? Like, God's going to answer you. Like, shouldn't you question shit? Shouldn't you question everything, to be honest? The parents act like you can't. Like, you got things growing up. Adults act like you can't question them, period. Oh, no. Parents, black parents. And I always say it's not the parent that I'm going to be. Right. Like, because I hate the fact that 
it's one right. thing I always said I wasn't gonna do because mama she didn't let you ask questions. Right. She didn't let you. She would not explain anything to you because she felt like as an adult you're supposed to. Yep. You, I shouldn't have you to don't explain get myself. And I, I just feel like explain. it's okay to explain to a child. Yeah. That's not how the world works. That's just not how the world works most times. Like when I have um kids or whatever. Like cause a lot of things our parents how they raise us for most. I know yep. for mine. It was out of like not fear, and you it was always threats. Or I beat your Hella ass. threats. You better not. You can't question because I said so. And a lot of times, yes. And a lot of times, it's like I be wanting to tell yep. my mom stuff when I was younger. But number one, she either gonna yell or this and that. I I didn't. It, it held back a lot of stuff. When I have kids, I don't want it to be that way. Number one, and I would say this is for little black girls. It starts with something as simple as your body is not your own. And it starts with what? Your hair. Don't touch your hair. Move your hair. Don't do like I don't I don't like that whole system of just control. Yes, I'll be a yeah. parent, but and I'm here to protect you. Yeah. But you and know what I'm trying to parents, say? But it's like your body is not my body. Why, I don't own that way. Why are you, you not that opening way? up to me like I want you to? Because well Ooh, shit. Anytime anytime I will open up, you yelling at me. Like anytime mm-hmm. you like a lot me and my mama since I've become an adult, we've definitely had fallen out mm-hmm. because I'm like, anytime that I wanted to say something or if I did disagree with you, you shut it down. Yeah, you're going to shut it down and yell at me and everything. So I just read. So finally, after a while, I'm like, well, I mm-hmm. just ain't going to say nothing. And unfortunately, I yep. took that with me as an adult where where it's not healthy, but I took it with me as a grown up to be like, I'm just not going to say anything to my mama. Because all I remember all the way up through like college, basically, if she disagreed with anything that I did, she's going to be on me. She's yelling at me. She's telling me that you need to be in church. That's your problem now. She's not letting and, you say yeah, your side. Right. She's not going to let me say my side. She's going to keep cutting me off or whatnot. So after a while, you adapt to that and you're like, well, I'm going to just shut up and let her say what she got to say and I'm not going to open up to her or whatnot. And that's the problem with like parents and and I feel like there's parents from every ethnicity and race because when I talk to my friends, their parents was the same way. And I think that's just that generation and old school mentality where you basically if you if they disagree with you, then you're wrong. You should never question your parents. You should never disagree with your parents. You should never talk when grown folks are talking like you don't. Like I feel, I feel like as a kid, I didn't get to have my own true opinion because Mm-mm. I had. Yeah. That's why it was the best thing for me to leave uh, Kentucky and move 500 miles away. Like I really, yeah, I really think it was the best thing for me because I loved be uh, like a lot it. of them to death. I loved them like to death, that. but I felt like I I couldn't even hear my own voice in my head because all I heard was like my mother's voice and my sister's voice, my father's voice, and yeah. Yep. And you shoot down what you supposed to do before you even, because you be like, well, what they gonna say? I know with my mom, I love my mom to death. We, I mean, I've always... Ooh, you so lucky shit, now. I didn't, right? I didn't smoke my piece ever <laughs> since I was younger. Which I got a lot of ass. But, <laughs> but, but it was just like, no, I had a lot of ass with this because of it. But it's just like, when you grown, it's just like, it's, you know, my mom, she be getting yeah. smart sometimes. Me get, I be like, hold on, like, Let's, you know, what I'm trying to say like, like I'm, right. I'm grown. Like you, you don't have to talk like that. Like you can, you can relax a little bit. And you know, she's learned. I'm not saying oh, I cuss mm-hmm. my mom out, nothing like that. But I'm grown. Like watch him out. I don't. Need you know, that's the yeah. best. That's probably the best thing I took away you from know, college. Because like uh, Will has said, like 
I wasn't very open for a long time because my mama snatched that shit away from me when I was younger. Uh-huh. She don't like basically everything Will said. She don't let you talk. You don't get to have an opinion. You don't get to. It was no conversation. Right. So I was always very closed off and I never really like spoke my piece. I didn't really get that uh-uh. way until I got to college and like the friends that I met brought that out of me. Yeah. Because they came from what you would say a different culture. Like they maybe came from a, a more open household or it was the guys that I dated. Yeah. And it was like I had to be open to keep these to keep these friendships. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then that found now now I'm a little too open. Yeah, like I swear, I swear, <laughs> bro. Like now, and I'm so I'm hella transparent. You never thought that I was ever used to be uh-huh. close, <laughs> bro. The fact that I'm on a podcast talking about this shit right now, and that show shit. I had somebody. You remember when that, like, when that little game on Facebook was like a thing, like the little profoundly game or whatever. I don't know if y'all ever played the what thing. Yeah, well, I, well, somebody here wrote on Wait, mine. Man, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold that, people were getting what? exposed. Profoundly was like this anonymous game on Facebook. It was kind of like Ask FM. Remember where everybody had Ask FM? Oh, okay, okay. So it was basically that, but it's Like on the Facebook. honesty box. Yeah. So somebody here wrote on mine and was just like, you know, I'm proud of what you're doing. I'm proud to see how you transformed from Wagner to Western to now. Like, you know, just basically saying all this positive stuff. So then I had like wrote back and was like, oh, I really wish I knew who this was or whatever. Like, that was sweet. So, like, the person who wrote it wrote in my inbox and it was basically like, you know, it was me. You know, I was just, he was like, I just remember from seeing you at Wagner and, like, early years of Western and how, like, quiet and to yourself you was to now you just, like, out there. You got your own podcast, everything. Like, that stuff is yeah. crazy to me because you definitely, like, changed in your way more boisterous than what you used to be. And I'm just like, really, Western brought that out of me because I was not like mm-hmm. that at first. Yeah. And that's dope that you allow yourself to grow and evolve because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. that were so stuck in their ways, they did not allow themselves to grow. I'll tell you, it was a friend. If I wouldn't have went, if I wouldn't have went away and if I wouldn't have met how many people so many people that I met from different backgrounds and different personalities, I probably wouldn't have changed. If I'd have just stayed here, I would not have changed. Yeah. That's that's what I was saying. If I I feel like God closed every door. Right. And that when I first when I got out of grad school and I started applying for jobs, I feel like God closed every door that was close to Kentucky because I know like looking back, I was scared to move too far away. I figured I that I figured that if I was just in like if I found a job somewhere in Kentucky uh-huh. or in Tennessee or Indiana or Cincinnati or something like that, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I'll be close enough to home. Like I I just I convinced myself that I wasn't gonna be able to make it without being close to my family. Right. But God literally closed every single door. Every job that I applied to, I could not get nothing. And then as soon as I got the job that I'm at now, five hundred miles away from home, then all those other jobs started calling me back and trying to offer me positions. And I was like, Well, I already got this, I signed my contract, so screw y'all. But it's like God made sure. He was like, no, nah, Will, if you if you want to go through the journey that I got for you, if you're going to grow and evolve like I see for your future, you got to take this. And I was so scared to do it. But moving away is the best thing that ever happened uh-huh. to me. Like, I... Go, no, go ahead. What you mean? I feel it now. Go ahead. I Like... Because, I mean, I, I always felt like, like after grad school that I'll end up back in Atlanta. I'm like, okay, because I wasn't ready to move to a new city. Like, I didn't have enough saved up to make that transition. And really, well, well I didn't. So, But I just feel like, you know, just certain things that, and not bad stuff just happened. I just feel like 
you know yeah of course you could growth that's what i'm trying to say for growth like i didn't done mostly everything in you know here in atlanta it's like i want to meet yeah like new people i love my friends now that they can come wherever i am i want to meet new people do new things like literally so it's like this it's like this this is what i always say is it like this where you know when let's say you're a plant and a lot of times people will put a plant on the windowsill in the kitchen and it's right there in the windowsill it's getting Mm -hmm. sunlight right there after a while, you're like, damn, this plant's mm-hmm. getting a little bit bigger. It's probably not going to grow enough here. Let me take it outside in the backyard and actually plant it in the backyard yeah. so, it can get, so it can get the ultimate sun. And I can water it even more. Like, you're like a, mm-hmm. a plant really trying to grow. You got to get out there in the garden mm-hmm. to really flourish, to really flourish. And that's so I totally understand that. That, that was yep. me. I didn't recognize yeah. it, though, at the time. So that's dope that you recognize it, that, like, look. I've hit the ceiling. This is as much as I can grow where I am. I have to go somewhere else and get new experiences now. And I would say this too, in regards to parents, you get I would say that That's once true. you move away, your parents will. Because <laughs> in a black family, yeah. in a black family, you never. Well, really I still grow be having up. to tell my you people really I'm grown. Like they <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be 29. I think it legitimizes. <laughs> I'm almost 30, my nigga. Look, like, leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> it legitimizes. It. Yeah. It legitimizes you being an adult a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of comments that I, they. Would I do make think or moving away helps. A lot of my family's eyes to see that I am a grown ass man. Or whatnot. Some some family members took a little bit longer to see that, but it did help uh-huh. me to see that because I feel like if I would have stayed home, like imagine if I would have got a job in Bowling Green, I would have went home all the time. So they would have saw me all the time, and they would have still. The problem is with a lot of people, and a lot of people you've known for years, whatever that age is that you was around them for the longest, and then you move away, they still think you're that same age you was when you left. So let's mm-hmm. say, not necessarily you, Patty, but let's say, let's say you're like that, where we spent yeah. all this time together. And when I moved away from when we all was kicking it in Bowling Green still, I think I was 25 at that time. So let's say you're a small-minded person. You'll still view me as that same person I was at 25 mm-hmm. a lot of times. And so I still have friends and I don't want to say, I don't think my family's like that now. We finally got past it, but I think I have family that still, because I haven't lived in Louisville since I was 18, but I think I still have family that looked at me as I was that same 18-year-old that Mm -hmm. left Louisville. And I'm like, I'm 31 years old now. I'm at Mm -hmm. 31, I'm a totally different person than I was at 25. I'm not even that same person. And it's just just funny to see that when I, somebody that Mm -hmm. I haven't spoken to in say like four years, and then they text me, and they'll like, literally, this girl that I used to talk to when I was like 24, I hadn't talked to her in several years. And she uh, randomly wrote me and she's like wrote me and said a joke that uh, we used to say back in the day. I totally forgot about that joke. And as, I'm not I'm not trying to say she's stuck in her ways or anything like that. I just forgot about it. And she said uh-huh. it. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? She said, oh, I guess you don't remember what we used to say. She had to explain it to me. So it's like so it's like sometimes those people still think that you're that exact same person. Uh-huh. And I really feel like I'm a totally different person than I was five, six, seven, right. eight, ten years ago. I just don't feel like the same person at all. And I'm pretty sure, foundation-wise, I'm probably that same person for the most part. Like, I'm still the same, having fun, like to socialize, 
uh, positive, love my black woman type of person, but I feel so different than I was five years ago, and it feels good. Like, to evolve and grow, that shit feels good as hell. You know what else helps? Say what? Yes. And some shit just gets I was gonna old. say, you know what else helps uh, parents in real life that you like growing in? What? When you start surpassing where they was at your age in life. Yeah. You're not asking them for money. Yeah. You really out here doing some shit. You really got like a good, like uh-huh. you really got shit going for yourself. Yeah. And that kind of helps them to be like, oh, damn. Blah, blah, blah. But sometimes had, that like, could be a. Go ahead, go ahead. I've had people who like complain about their parents, say their parents still trying to run their life and all of that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, mommy, because you didn't have to ask them for money for your yep. life bill like two months in a row. Like, yeah, you're, so they're, they're looking at you like a child. They're still like, they still feel like. They're your parent, yeah. as in taking care of you, type of shit. Yeah. So, but also that can be a double-edged sword, where they don't have to take care of you. So then they start, they could feel some type of ways, and oh, he just thinks he's grown. She thinks they, she don't need me anymore. Or yeah, it's that, that happens too. And what shitty is, sometimes you have people in your life that gotta remind you. I used to do all this for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I'm still thankful for that and I appreciate that, but I don't need you to do that for me. Just because I disagree with you does not mean that I forgot everything that you did for me in the past. And so that's unfortunate when you have people like that, not just parents, but people in your life, period, where Uh I think those people are the ones who may feel like they're stuck in a position in their life. So So now it's their insecurities are speaking louder than their actual voice. Uh-huh. Like they're saying mm-hmm. one thing, they're saying one thing, but their insecurities is saying a whole different thing uh-huh. when they're trying to, when they're like complaining, well, you think you this, you think you, whenever, uh-huh. period, whenever someone says, you think this, like you don't know the That's fuck what I they think. think. Right. I, my brother likes to tell me that I think I'm perfect. I'd be like, nigga, you think I'm perfect. Right. That's your insecurities. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I've been told that I've been told that, and it is insecurities. Because I'm like, first of all, you know, anybody who he loves to say that to me, and I just like, I'm you not think perfect, I'm perfect. But like, right? Day, that's how you feel about me. I'm telling you that you put me on this high of a pedestal because it's not true. But right that's now, I'm, you're all feeling down on yourself because yep. you're looking at me in this light that I don't even look at myself in. Right? But, you know. Like when, whenever someone says that, problem. yep, that is your insecurities speaking loud. And I tell people all the time, leave your insecurities at the door because I have nothing to do with your insecurities. I cannot make you feel any kind of way about yourself that you don't already feel about yourself. That has nothing to do with me. Your insecurities are between you and God. And you, you know what you else I'm starting to notice? One thing I'm starting to pay attention to yeah. is the, like comments and stuff that people make like it's a little yeah. on the negative side like what um, What you mean explain it just like you know I might say oh, that yeah, I have something yeah. coming up hell and yeah. somebody kind of in the, the most casual way make a casual like, passive aggressive yes yeah. yes exactly I said shit on it but passive aggressive is probably better yep. but <laughs> yeah. yeah but like just but in a very casual, like they didn't really do anything kind of way. And normally because I don't they don't think they... that they're, but they don't think that they're being negative or hating on you. But once again, that's your insecurity speaking louder. Than and that's your what it voice. is. I'm starting to realize that people, uh-huh. it's 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 people's insecurities. Yep. But it's something that I never really paid attention to. But I've I've seen myself paying attention to it more and more, mm-hmm. especially with certain people in my life that I may like tell them something. 
And they yeah. just be like, oh, like, you know, why, like, why you got to do it like, yeah, like, everybody, just something. And yeah. Be like, and you know, you're not really happy for me. Right. And you know, I'm thankful because I got to a place where I just, I, I've gotten yeah. to a place finally. People brag and say it all the time. I don't give a shit. I don't care what people think about me, blah, blah, blah. People care what people think. Because it's for me, for me, I don't care what people think, but I care about uh-huh. how, how I've made someone feel. I don't want to make someone feel in a negative way, but I like to me if you if I if you have an opinion of me and you've never met me, that has something to do with you. Like mm-hmm. if you just think something of me, that has to do with you, nothing to do with me. But. Mm-hmm.